Information presented on this program and by its guests is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussions and answers to questions do not involve the rendering of personalized investment advice, but are limited to the dissemination of general information and may not be suitable for members of the listening audience. A professional advisor, attorney, or tax professional should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Are you retired or getting close? Welcome to Retirement Lifestyles with Patrick McNally, where it's all about having the health, wealth, and freedom you need to live your dream retirement. Are there challenges on the way? You bet. Inflation, the economy, and the ups and downs of today's markets will try to rob you of your dreams. But take heart and take notes, because what you're about to learn will put you on the winning side of life for the rest of your life. Now, here's the host of Retirement Lifestyles, Patrick McNally. Hey, everybody, Patrick McNally here, your favorite financial advisor. I want to welcome you to the Retirement Lifestyle Show. This is where it's all about having the health, wealth, and freedom to live your dream retirement. Now, if you are already retired or you're getting close, like you've been sacrificing, putting money into those retirement accounts like your 401k, your 403b, or maybe even your own IRA, then this is the show for you. Because I'm here to talk about your money, how to protect it, how to grow it, specifically how to generate an income from it, which is the number one thing that you got to plan for in retirement. I'm also going to teach you about all six of the core areas like like insurance, budgeting, retirement planning, taxes, estate planning, all of those key core areas of financial planning. And I rotate those on a monthly basis. So make sure you're tuning in each and every week. Now, specifically, I want to talk about income. And what better type of income is there than tax-free income? I want to teach you how to achieve tax freedom in retirement so you don't have to worry about when Uncle Sam comes in, starts changing all the rules, coming for your retirement savings just because it's never been taxed and there's trillions of dollars out there that he can get his hands on. We want to make sure that you're only paying what you have to. You want to give your fair share, but you don't want to give him a tip. You know what I mean? Guys, I'm the owner of Retirement Lifestyles Advisors. If you don't already know, we're an independent registered investment advisory firm specializing in retirement income for people who are currently retired or getting close. Been doing this for 22 years now, helping people just like you plan for an amazing retirement. Heck, I've been talking about it on the radio for almost 12. And what I have found is this. People worry about retirement. They worry about their income. They worry about healthcare, inflation, the stock market. Is it going to crash? Higher taxes. Does that sound familiar? Are you worried about any of those things? Here's what I want you to know. It is normal. You are not alone. But I want to say this as well. You can actually control or even possibly eliminate those fears. The best way to do it is with a plan. So I'm going to help you build that plan, you guys. I'm going to guide you through this crazy maze-like thing we call retirement. But you need to remember that it's not just a one-time thing. What I mean is with the planning. You need to be looking at it each and every year because you might need to update it. You might need to change it. You know, things happen over life and you want to stay on track and make sure you're hitting those goals. All right, kids, we are in the first Saturday of July and oh my gosh, we get to celebrate the 4th of July on Tuesday. Yeah! Break out the barbecues, hanging out by the pool, celebrating our independence. Now, the topic of the month is risk management. What that basically means, that's fancy advisor speak for everything insurance, stuff like long-term care, life insurance, Medicare, annuities. I want to be able to help you check off all the boxes 
and make sure that you are prepared in and throughout retirement. So today, I'm going to be kicking it off with long-term care planning. How do you pay for it? What chances do you have of actually needing that type of care? And then after that, I'm going to head into some investment planning. I'm going to show you, well, I'm going to teach you and talk to you about um, the type of planning we do for all of our clients that we have all over the U.S., specifically into using income-producing investments versus just growth. Then I'll wrap up the show, give you some action items that you can implement right away. All right. Also going to mention patrickmcnally.com. That's our website. Got all kinds of tools on there, including a free copy of my book, Retirement Planning 101, just for listening to the show. Go get you a copy today. But it is now time to refill the coffee, grab your pen and notepad, and I will be back in just a few minutes. Don't touch that dial. Patrick will be right back. Hey guys, pardon the quick interruption. I'll get back to the show in just a minute. But I want to give you the opportunity to get a free copy of my book, Retirement Planning 101, a simple guide to navigating retirement. It's eight chapters packed with tips and strategies on how to prepare for an awesome retirement. I go through investments, estate planning, social security, and more. Simply visit patrickmcnally.com and request a copy. That website again is patrickmcnally.com. Throughout the book, I'm going to explain the importance of planning ahead and focusing on income strategies that are going to set you up for success and lead you to a retirement lifestyle of abundance. I'll also be teaching you about the Retirement Lifestyles Income Plan, my custom financial planning process and investment strategy with the objective of providing inflation-adjusted income for life. This book is packed with all kinds of strategies, and you can get your free copy right now at patrickmcnally.com. Welcome back to Retirement Lifestyles. Okay, guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. If uh, you're just tuning in, this is Retirement Lifestyles Radio, and I'm your host, Patrick McNally. Maybe you're tuning in by podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing to the show. Um, If you haven't done that, you can easily find uh, Retirement Lifestyles with Patrick McNally on iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, um, any of the major podcast um, ways to listen there. You can definitely find the show and you can tune into some of the last ones. But this month, we are in the month of July and, geez, it's 4th of July next Tuesday. How awesome is that? So I may as, I may as well say happy 4th of July, happy Independence Day, everybody listening out there. Uh, be safe this coming week. Have a lot of fun and and uh, enjoy your families. So super cool. This month, though, the entire month of July, going to be talking about an area of financial planning that we call risk management. And risk management really is kind of a fancy uh, financial planning term that, that basically means insurance. And so for really the next four to five weeks of the month, we're going to be getting into some of the major areas of insurance when it comes to retirement planning. And the first one is going to be long-term care. Uh, Next week, I'll be talking about Medicare and then life insurance uh, and then annuities. And then I think at the end of the month, I'm probably going to do kind of a review of each of those weeks, hit some of the high points and stuff. That's kind of the the planning 
um, that I have in my mind anyway. But today I'm going to be talking about long-term care. And, you know, quite honestly, like everybody who comes to see me, uh, you know, our, our basically our average age client at Retirement Lifestyles Advisors uh, is about 66 years old. And we've got people who have already been in retirement for a long time, and we got a lot of people more so lately who are, you know, about two to five years from retiring, and they're starting to do some really good planning so that once they get to retirement, um, they feel completely confident. They've got peace of mind. They know where their income's going to come from. They've got all this insurance stuff down. So I want to encourage you, if you're in that, if you're in that area of your life, if you're not quite retired yet, um, don't procrastinate. Do do some some planning and make sure that you know you don't wait till the last possible minute to go. Oh, I'm no longer getting a paycheck. Where's the money going to come from? You don't want to feel that way. Um, I've been doing this for a long, long time, and and I've just I've seen lots of people who kind of wait till the last minute and uh, can feel pretty uneasy. But when it comes to the insurance piece, I want to launch into a, a big one here because like like I was kind of saying, most people who come to see us. They are concerned about investing wisely, saving for retirement, and you know, essentially reaching their financial goals. But one major issue uh, could upset all of these plans. And basically, that's this question. What's going to happen to your money if you end up needing long-term care? And it really is a legitimate concern. The average cost of a private room in a nursing home these days is topping over $80,000 a year. 80 grand per year kind of just depends on where you live in the country you know you're talking about round the clock care in your home that tends to be even pricier you could be pushing a hundred thousand dollars a year for for private 24-hour care and the numbers really aren't getting any easier to swallow if you know what i mean the health care continues to rise by at least five percent annually so you know you're basically looking at 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 one year of care Costing more like $160,000 to $180,000 10, 15, 20 years from now just because of inflation. So it's something that we definitely got to plan for. It's, it's really at a time when most baby boomers are reaching that age when they would likely need that assistance. For the last 20 years or so, we've had, we've had people turning age 65 um, at the tune of about 10000 per day, baby boomers. And so this is really going to be a cause for concern with so many people that could potentially be needing this kind of care at the same time. So at that price, even a short you know, time period or short need for care, you could do the math and quickly see how that could potentially destroy the retirement nest egg, your retirement savings that you have sacrificed for. You have carefully built and saved and put money away uh, over the last several decades, 20 years, 30 years, maybe even 40 years of working. Now, some of the good news is that there's different kinds, I I guess I could say plenty of different strategies that can help you plan for long-term care expenses. Now, whether you're in your 40s or your 80s, you can be taking some of the steps now to lessen that financial blow to your savings. And the more planning that you do in advance, obviously the more options you're going to have when you finally need that type of care. And that's whether you end up getting that that type of care in a nursing home, in your own home, where I, you know, most people usually want to be, 
um, or if you're going to be in some kind of an assisted living facility. So I want to be just kind of walking through this, this show and giving you some statistics, giving you some things to think about. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of people, they're listening to this in the car. Uh, again, I'll just kind of give you my shameless plug for the podcast. So that way you can, you can run it back and you can maybe even take some notes if you want, um, if you need to hear something again. Uh, so go to iTunes or Pandora or Spotify and, and subscribe to the show, but, and you can do that. So here's the deal, guys. The, the statistics, quite honestly, are pretty bad news for people planning on a secure retirement because here's the deal. More than about 50% of people age 65 today will need long-term care before they pass away. That's a government statistic. Another way to say that is if you reach the age of 65, you have a one in two chance. If you're married, one of the, one or two of you is going to end up needing long-term care before you pass away. And again, you can get that type of care in a number of different places. You can get it in your home, uh, an assisted living facility, or you know, a full-blown nursing home like 24-hour care. And again, the costs we're looking at, you know, upwards of sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year, depending on where you live. I mean, if you live in some place like Alaska, right now I think it's like a hundred and fifty to one hundred and eighty thousand dollars per year for that type of care. Um, so you, you really got to take into account where where you're going to be living for that. And here's the deal: most of this care is actually provided by family members or friends, unpaid family members and friends. So one of the biggest things that we hear from a lot of people is, look, Patrick, we don't want to be a burden to any of our family members. We don't want them to have to do that kind of thing. And that just makes a lot of sense. And here's another statistic for you. Uh, 23% of that type of care is paid for out of pocket by personal checks, basically drawn against retirement income and your life savings. Because here's the deal. A lot of people still think that Medicare pays for long-term care. They do not. They, they basically pay for, for what's called uh, recuperating care after a hospital stay. The actual biggest payer for long-term care is what's called Medicaid. Now, it's called Medicaid nationally. In California here, we call it Medi-Cal because we've got to be different. But it's basically our nation's welfare system that you're to a point where you can't pay any bills so you, you spend down everything that you have first, and then you basically have to be poor to qualify for Medicaid or Medi-Cal. And so long-term care insurance, you know, is basically a way to pay for that expense. But it's, it's not necessarily a new type of insurance, but I will say this, and I'll get into this a little bit later um, in the segment here about some of the ways that you can be paying for this type of care. But traditional long-term care insurance, one of the biggest things I hear is it's so stinking expensive, is, is a big turnoff to a lot of people. But I do want to say this too, you have to really sit down and run the numbers and say, what if I'm paying this in premiums versus what I could potentially pay out from my life savings, should it be something that we consider? Because honestly, not, not everybody needs long-term care. I would say that for, for quite a lot of people, long-term care is is really, you have to look at your, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. It's, it's really a, a middle class problem. I guess that's the best way that I can say it. 
Um, once you get to a certain income level or a certain estate planning level, the, the rich really have always had the option of private paying for any kind of care that they desire, whether that's going to be in their home or facility of their choice. Um, the other end of that spectrum, the poor have always had what I just mentioned before, government-funded welfare options, namely Medicaid, um, to pay for that. So this is really a long-term care is really a unique problem to the middle class. Now, I wish I could just kind of give you a blanket, kind of a, a number. I know when we do planning for a lot of our clients, um, don't take this as a recommendation, you guys, that if, if, I, if I give out a dollar amount, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm a couple dollars over that. I don't need long-term care. No, 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 don't take it that way. Take this as kind of maybe a rule of thumb. If you've got about $2 million or more, in investable assets, and I'm not talking about your house, I'm not talking about your cars or your jewelry, I'm talking about investable assets, IRAs, 401ks, Roth, savings, brokerage accounts, individual accounts, investments. Um, if you've got about $2 million or more, I could, I could probably say you, you may not need this type of care. If you've got less than $250,000 of investable assets. You probably don't need this type of care. So you kind of see if you need between $250,000 to about $2 million, if, if, you, if, if those are your investable assets, this could be something that you really want to look at because when you sit down and put the pen to it and you say, man, if one of us goes into, let's say we've got $800,000 in IRAs and one of you goes into a facility for five years, well, there's half a million dollars gone. There's $300,000 left to the surviving spouse. That's a massive hit to your life savings in only a five-year span of time. So when you think about that, you say, geez, it took me 40 years to save for this. And now you're telling me that in maybe a five-year period that over half of that money could be gone? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. So those are those are really the two huge problems and with with, with con, when looking at how you're gonna take care of this, you gotta really sit down and do the math. You know, if you're relying on Medicaid, you know, basically again it requires that people be poor to qualify, and it basically has what what our policymakers and our attorneys call an institutional bias. That's kind of fancy for. For saying, in other words, in most cases, Medicaid will pay for care only in the last place on earth you want to be, which is a nursing home. And you really don't get any any choice of of where you're going to get that kind of care. So that could honestly be a, a huge concern for you is like, where, where, where would I need to be sent to if we got to spin down and, and head on out to a nursing home? So the next question that pops up is, well, Patrick, you told me that, you know, once I reach the age of 65, I got like maybe a 50% chance of needing this. About how long does long-term care last? Well, that's kind of hard to say. You know, we can, we can really say what it costs annually, but when we need long-term care how, and asking how long we need it for, it may seem like an easy question, but it's actually really tough to wrap your arms around. Here's why. When you look at the average length of nursing home stays, you can look at it that way, and that's what you're going to get from the government. But that's actually really misleading because many people are in a nursing home for only a few days or maybe a week to recover from a hospital stay. 
So that actually, that number goes into that, that, that average. So the average nursing home stay, governmental numbers here, that say is three years, is actually deceptively short. Because when you look at some of the claims experience of different insurance companies who sell these type of long-term care insurance policies, um, I mean, that's one thing you, you definitely want to look at. But what ha actually happens is that would underreport the actual time that people need long-term care. Once they've reached their policy maximum benefits, the claim is closed and future care isn't actually tracked. So for example, someone with a three-year benefit period, they buy a policy, they got a three-year benefit period and they've collected benefits for three years, they're actually no longer tracked by the insurer, even though that person may have then turned over to spending money out of their savings for the next five years of care or more. And here's another problem. It is actually estimated that 80% of the long-term care in this country, again, is provided by family and friends, and that's unpaid care. It's called informal caregiving. There's no organization out there that tracks that. So imagine the months or even the years of informal care someone receives at home before he or she enters a nursing home. That isn't captured anywhere. Those numbers aren't out there. Only paid professional care is captured in home health care statistics. And I think it's smart to realize that most statistics that you see are under-reporting the length of long-term care received. You could probably say that about any type of statistics. And... Uh, but that could be a major problem. And even worse, you know, it's, again, it's just being underreported. Okay, so what should you do when it comes to figuring out this whole long-term care debacle? Well, here's the thing. Here's your mission, I guess I could say. In addition to figuring out how much to cover your living expenses in retirement, that's the income planning piece, you need to give some thought on how to cover the increased living expenses associated with health insurance. And... I mean, if you don't believe me, go take a visit to your local nursing home. It'll prove that I'm not just trying to be like some kind of chicken little that the sky is going to be falling. You're going to find dozens of older people, actually primarily women, because um, women outlive their husbands after being provide after providing care for their husbands at home. But you're going to find dozens of older people who never planned on spending their final years in a nursing home. That's the thing. No one ever, not one person in there wants to be there, but they're there. Many of them could be receiving their care somewhere else, but they're not. For one reason, they don't have to pay money for private care um, anywhere else, and the government's Medicaid program's paying their bill. And like I mentioned before, in most states, Medicaid funds nursing home care, but not home care. Because here's the deal, money talks. And people on Medicaid don't have money, so unfortunately, their voices kind of go unheard. So another thing that often comes up is, well, what about the government? Is there a government solution to this? And, and one of the major reasons that a lot of people decide not to plan for long-term care is they're waiting on some new federal program that might cover it for them, basically like Medicare pays for their health care. Now, way back when, in the 90s, when Clinton proposed some massive health care insurance reform, I think that was back in 93, a lot of people thought that that plan would actually cover long-term care. And there, there were some provisions for long-term care in the program, but the long-term care benefits were based on financial need and were therefore not available to most Americans. And as you know, the proposed health care reform didn't pass. Proposed legislation since then has basically revolved around, you know, 
tax credits for family caregivers and incentives to purchase private long-term care insurance programs. But there actually persists, really even to this day, a perception among a lot of Americans that the limited long-term care coverage available through Medicare and Medicaid will someday be enhanced, I guess, through some kind of new government plan. And I'll often hear like, well, take a look at the statistics. Americans are getting older. They need long-term care. They want to receive it in their own home, not in a, a nursing home bed. Hardworking Americans shouldn't have to bankrupt themselves paying for long-term care. And the current system just flat doesn't make any sense. And the government's just going to have to respond with some new program. And all of that sounds great. But I'm going to be honest with you, in my opinion, it's never going to happen. It's just not. They don't have any money, guys. That's one of the main reasons right there. You, you try to add in some new sweeping federal program to pay for long-term care, it, it bankrupts everything right at the beginning. Take a look at Social Security. Social Security already tells us that they're going to be giving people a 20% cut in 2034. I mean, Medicare, not far behind. Um, so th- these guys already can't pay their bills. So if you try to add on another program, it's just not going to happen. A few ways to pay for long-term care are this. You can buy traditional long-term care insurance or a life insurance policy that has long-term care protection. The two differences there is that with the life insurance, if you never go to a home, you're in that statistic that passes away peacefully in their sleep, the other half, well, at least there's a death benefit that goes to the family to recoup the cost of the premiums. Traditional long-term care doesn't do that. You could pay 50 grand into a policy and they don't pay that back to them. So there are ways to look at this, but the main thing is is that you have a plan for it so that at least it's not a major surprise. And that's one of the things that we do with all of our clients. We, we, when we do a plan, we talk about long-term care. Not the funnest conversation to have, but it's got to be planned for. If you've never had that conversation, if you've got questions, um, I would say schedule a phone call with me. Uh, visit, visit patrickmcnally.com. You'll find my calendar there. And carve off 30 minutes. Let's have a conversation about it. And I would love to, to chat with you about ways that you can cover that and plan for it so that you're not paying for it out of your own pocket. I'm going to take a quick break. Um, when I come back, though, I'll be heading into some more planning for you guys with the investments. So don't go anywhere. I'll be back in two minutes. You're listening to Retirement Lifestyles with Patrick McNally. You've heard me say it's all about having the health, wealth, and freedoms you need to live your dream retirement. When it comes to the health side, I want to tell you about my family's personal chiropractor, Dr. Todd Royce, owner of Chiropractic First. Not only does he adjust us and get us back to our active lives, he teaches us about ongoing nutrition and living healthier. If you have any pain or stiffness in your back or neck, I want you to call Chiropractic First today at 243-0889. Mention Patrick for a free consultation. You don't need to live with pain or discomfort anymore. Call Dr. Todd at 243-0889 or visit online at CairoFirst.net. Did you know that when I'm not here doing the show, I run Retirement Lifestyles Advisors, an independent registered investment advisory firm specializing in retirement income planning and managing investments for people who are currently retired or are getting close. I've been in financial services for over 22 years now and hosted this show for over 10. With a little bit of good planning, you can have peace of mind and a great retirement, and I'd love to help. If you would like to get more information or to learn about how you can work with us, visit PatrickMcNally.com. That's Patrick. McNally.com. Are you worried about the current U.S. economy, inflation, the pandemic? Then it's time to schedule a free retirement checkup call with Patrick. 
The world is changing every day, and your life savings is too important to be at risk. If you want to feel confident and secure in retirement, then simply visit TalkToPatrick.com and reserve a free checkup call on his calendar. Remember the website, TalkToPatrick.com. Don't wait. This is too important. TalkToPatrick.com. The number one cause of bankruptcy in retirement is healthcare-related costs. So fitness needs to be a part of your financial planning. Check out my gym, Strong City Strength and Conditioning, right down on Victor Avenue. They have a new group class called Longevity on Tuesdays and Thursdays, designed for people age 55 and better. If you want to have fun and get fit, then visit StrongCitySTRENGTHANDCONDITIONING.COM. That's StrongCitySTRENGTHANDCONDITIONING.COM. Mention the show and get your first week for free. Welcome back to Retirement Lifestyles. Okay, guys, welcome back to the show. Hey, if you're just joining me on the live show, this is Retirement Lifestyles. I'm your host, Patrick McNally, your favorite financial advisor. Um, if you're checking me out on podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Pandora, thank you for subscribing to the show and, and make sure you catch up and listen to some of the other ones um, before this one. So I just came off of a segment talking about long-term care, and that's because for the month of July, uh, we're talking about risk management. So again, if you missed any of that segment and want to catch it, definitely check out the podcast. But right now, I want to launch into uh, some planning. Um, what we do for our clients from an income versus growth perspective. And what I'm hoping to do in this segment is kind of take you down this road of really viewing your portfolio, almost kind of segmenting your portfolio. I'm going to kind of give away a little bit about what I want to talk about, kind of jump ahead into like small buckets, if you will. I want to give you something to view in your mind. And... Really, tell, I mean, think about this for a minute. If this sounds like you, think back to like five years ago. Think back to, to before before 2022. Obviously, think back to like 2020. And you know, for like 12 years, we had a bull run there in the markets. You're really feeling good about the growth. Then all of a sudden, freaking COVID shows up, right? And in a matter of a few weeks, the market tanks, and all over again, you're probably feeling like, you know, if I go through another crash again. I mean, 20% like in one month? I mean, is this does this mean like it's lights out, game over? You know, a lot of people were feeling that way. They, they, they kind of had flashbacks to like 2007, 2008. And maybe you're wondering what could potentially happen if, you know, you're not careful to make the right decisions with your investments, with your financial planning. And a lot of people tell me that they're sick of wrestling with this choice between waiting out the market, leaving your money in a really risky, risky, unpredictable stock market, hoping and praying that it comes back, you know, or maybe even selling to cash, basically settling for, you know, lower interest rates in the bank and CDs. You know, maybe you're already tired of a lot of different advice and strategies in the past that maybe looked promising only to end up being totally frustrating. I hear that all the time. Um, and it may lead you to be thinking like, why me? Why Why is this happening to me? Am I not just cut out for this stuff? Or maybe you're just kind of scared of being taken advantage of and, and maybe making a big costly mistake that you might regret. Very normal for a lot of people to feel that way. 
some people often feel like they should be doing something, but they don't quite know what. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like that itchy feeling. You're like, man, I need I know I need to do something, and maybe sometimes you just shouldn't do anything. But there's so much confusing information available to us today in this information age that you got to try to sort through it. And what ends up happening is that you get this paralysis by analysis, and it oftentimes keeps you from taking any kind of meaningful action. You know, and maybe your greatest fear is that if you start losing money in a market downturn while trying to withdraw income at the same time for retirement, it could often create what what I often refer to as a, a mathematical death spiral, you know, from which you might never recover. So think about that for a minute. If you're no longer getting a paycheck and you need money from your portfolio, let's say you're taking 3 4 5% a year out to live on. You know, that's on top of your Social Security. That's on top of maybe a pension or some rental income or whatever. It's on top of all the other income sources that you have coming in. You're pulling money from your savings. Most people, 99 out of 100 people that I see, they own mutual funds. They own, you know, ETFs, stuff like that. They end up having to sell portions of their portfolio in order to get their income out. I'm not going to jump ahead too much because I think in the next few weeks I'm going to talk about the 4% rule, but I think you get the idea. If you're selling 3 4 5% of your portfolio and the market goes down 20% like it did right when COVID hit, that freaked a lot of people out because now you're not down 20%, you're down 24 And you have to remember that you have to make that money back. You do two years of that, and that's where I can really see this mathematical death spiral because if you're down 50, 60, 70% and continuing to withdraw money instead of allowing the market to come back and not touch that money, I just it's mathematically impossible to make it back from that. You know, I often hear people, you know, saying, you know, thinking about more and more about promises that they often made to themselves and their spouse when they were younger. You know, that trip around the world. I hear this all the time when people especially, you know, they get close to they're getting close to retirement or even just newly in retirement. They wanted more time with the grandkids or family. Um, or maybe just finally getting that feeling of having the 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 freedom of of stress-free living but now even after you know 20 30 40 years of hard work and sacrifice it might be killing you to think that you still might not be able to afford to keep some of those promises that you made and maybe all of that anxiety is starting to kind of create this pressure on you or maybe even on your family maybe even your marriage and, you know, you, that leads to arguments and stress. It just seems to be getting kind of worse. Or maybe you're one of those people who often times get jarred awake at 4.30 in the morning with fears about your future. What you're looking for is a, is a real solution, you know? You're looking for something now. And, you know, I say all that to, to hopefully make you kind of question some of the things that have been going on lately because maybe if, if maybe some or maybe even all of those things that I, I just talked about sound exactly what you've been feeling like, then I want you to know this. And I often say this in my, my opening monologue. You're not alone. Um, you don't have to suffer with those frustrations any longer. Uh, you guys, again, I've been doing this for the past 22 years. What I've done is I've helped show people like you a simple, low-maintenance system that can basically protect your retirement income so it won't be affected 
by a stock market downturn. Um, it can keep you from running out of income in your, in your retirement years. It can set you up for your income to automatically get bigger each and every year. Uh, it can reduce the time you spend managing your own finances down to just maybe a few hours a year. But really what it's going to do is help allow you to preserve some or even all of your life savings, uh, that balance that you have throughout retirement. And maybe you can do that all at the same time. So what I want to do is kind of tell you exactly how this retirement lifestyle system works and how it's basically helped a whole lot of people um, for the last 22 years. I've got, we've got clients all across the U.S., um, and it's helped them really restore confidence in their financial future. But what I want to do is help you understand once and for all why you're most likely having these problems to begin with. And actually, more importantly, uh, why it's not actually your fault. And I'm going to tell you a little story. So back in 2007 was when I really branched out um, kind of beyond my local Northern California market and started helping clients really on a national scale. And what I've, I've had literally hundreds and hundreds of conversations over the years with different people about their retirements. And the, the people that I've met with who were experiencing the biggest fears and frustrations, the reasons could almost always be traced back to what I call three painful realities. You can literally limit this down to three realities. Number one was this. They were using the wrong tool for the job. You guys, there are literally thousands of different investment products out there to choose from. I mean thousands. And they all come with both you know, good parts and bad parts. And the simple truth is this. There's no such thing as one investment product that can do it all. There's no magic pill or shiny unicorn that can do all things that you want for your retirement. It just simply doesn't exist. So you have to understand that. In fact, most investments that are legitimately, legitimately good at producing income are usually pretty bad at growing money. And vice versa, investments that are really good at growing money are usually not that awesome at producing dependable income. So you gotta, you got to understand that you got to have a mind shift in retirement. And I talk about this a lot on the show, I know. But you really got to get this, this shift that's all about growth which is what you had when you were working. Picture yourself back in the middle of your working years and you're putting money, socking it away in your 401k. You are looking for growth. But once you get to retirement, once you get to a point where you are no longer getting a paycheck, when you have to create your own paycheck, that's when you got to have a mind shift. You got to be able to take a look at where you're at and understand the difference in using different tools at this different time in your life. And unfortunately, the way a lot of people have their retirement portfolios set up, it's like they're trying to pound a nail into a wall using the handle of a screwdriver. I mean, that is hard to do. Yeah, you could probably do it. You know, you struggle enough and it takes enough time and effort. You might be able to get it to work out, maybe sort of, but why would you want to do that to yourself? Why would you want to work that hard if you don't have to? Okay, anyway. Painful reality number two. Using the wrong advisor for the job. Now look, there's a simple reason why you don't go to your family doctor if you need heart surgery. Or worse, you try to perform the surgery on yourself because it could be fatal to your health. And yet, in the financial world, 
This is exactly the kind of mistake that people make every single day, working with professionals that don't actually specialize in what you need for this time period of your life. Not all advisors are created equal, you guys, and neither are the plans that they produce. You know, just ask all the people back in 08 that lost 30, 40, 50% or more of their life savings and were forced to postpone their retirement. Or worse, they were already retired and either had to go back to work or had to rely on family or friends, maybe even to make ends meet. So guys, if you need to withdraw income from your investments every year to live on in retirement and you want to keep your original principal so you don't run out of money, you got to find somebody that can help you mathematically redesign your portfolio correctly so you can navigate this new season of your life um, that you're already in or one that you're about to enter. And it's absolutely imperative that you choose an advisor that specializes in income planning, in those areas of income planning. Uh, otherwise, the results could just be disasters. All right, painful reality number three, you're using the wrong approach for your current season of life. So if you're 65 years old, but you're investing like a 25-year-old, there is a high, high, high probability that you're taking way too much risk. You've, you've probably heard me talk about this on the show um, what I call the three financial phases of life. And I want to walk through each of those with you really quickly. I'm going to start with the correct way to do it. The first phase is what we call the accumulation phase. And what that is is the time in your working years where you're saving, investing, you're taking on as much risk as you possibly can because you're getting a paycheck. You're not going to touch this money for 30 years. You are trying to accumulate the largest amount of money possible for your retirement. And you're not so concerned about the ups and downs because, number one, you got that paycheck to fall back on, but you also have time to make it up. You don't need to be pulling money out of, out of you know, you don't need to be pulling an income from your investments at this point. So usually what happens is right around the age of 55, people enter into what we call the transition phase. And this is where you kind of start to pull back on the amount of risk you're taking. And at this point, you're starting to think about actually retiring. You kind of go, whoa, I'm like almost there. You know, you're kind of like starting to see that light at the end of the tunnel. And then typically around 65 is when we see most people enter the preservation phase, or as I like to refer to it, the, the income and safety phase. And this is where the main focus isn't necessarily on growth anymore. This is the mind shift phase, guys. It becomes focused on generating income, making sure that in the blink of an eye, the market doesn't take away what took you 30 or 40 years to save. But there's a problem. What I find is that a lot of people are investing just like they did in the accumulation phase, right on through the transition phase, and well into the income and preservation phase. And this is when people can really get into trouble, trying to generate a safe and predictable income from an unpredictable and volatile stock market by using the wrong tools, okay? So at this point, you kind of probably feeling like you know whether or not you're having any of these problems, and now you know what's likely causing them. But then the next logical question I often get is, okay, well, Patrick, I, how do I fix it? Okay, 
Well, in the, the the minutes that I have left here, I'm gonna I'm gonna help show you how to fix this really really quickly. Okay, here we go. The secret to solving your frustrations is to redesign your portfolio correctly to include these three simple but critical elements. All right. So if you're if you have the ability to grab your pen and take some notes down, I want you to do it. Or again, I want you to subscribe to the podcast and you can run the show back as many times as you need to and hear this over and over again. Okay, here's the three simple elements. Element number one, your portfolio must be able to produce automatic income throughout your lifetime. Okay? It has to be able to produce automatic income throughout your lifetime. Number two, your portfolio must have a dedicated method for regrowing and replenishing your principal throughout your lifetime. And number three, your portfolio must have the ability to provide you with liquid money for emergencies and unexpected expenses throughout your lifetime without wrecking elements number one and number two. All right? All right, let me do this. Let me let me go through that one more time. Okay, here we go. Number one, able to produce automatic income. Number two, dedicated method for regrowing your principal. And then number three, liquid money for emergencies without busting up number one and number two. All right, so here's how it works. Your money is really divided mathematically into three primary containers. I actually refer to them oftentimes as buckets. And these buckets are set up so every dollar of your portfolio is assigned a very specific purpose and function. And when you assign each bucket a particular function correctly, dividing your nest egg appropriately, now you can have income, growth, and preservation of principle working together all at the same time. So let's dive in a little bit deeper and I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain how this works. Step number one, create an automatically increasing retirement income for life. Guys, did you know that there's actually contractually guaranteed and insured products that will pay you a monthly income for the rest of your life and keep paying you that income even if your original deposit runs out? So what can happen is you combine a few of these products together and, and you can even stagger them over time, maybe have one, two, or three of them, and you can have this stair-stepping effect where you can automatically get a raise in your retirement income every year as you get older and is guaranteed for life. When you know how to use these things correctly and exactly how much of your money makes sense to put into them, you can create an increasing income on autopilot that can never run out. And can never be negatively affected by a stock market downturn. Okay, number two, creating a way to grow and replenish your principal without excessive risk. If you're like a lot of people, you might be under the impression that once you retire, you're basically done growing the majority of your money. And now you've got to f- focus exclusively, and nervously for that matter, on preserving what you have. It's not so. Guys, you can be fully aware of a simple but powerful benefit of growing this separate bucket of money all throughout your lifetime for the purpose of replenishing it, your balance, that is, during your lifetime. Okay? You can do this. Number three, create a bucket that has enough liquid cash in it for unexpected emergencies. I actually call this kind of an emergency cash position. Having this extra bucket of spare cash that is kept totally separate from your income money and your growth money actually acts as a shield of protection for the rest of the plan so that that way if something unexpected happens you don't have to raid income and growth buckets 
which totally disrupts the important purpose and the function that they're already serving. So guys, that is that's that is the bucket method. Throughout the rest of this month, I'm going to I'll be diving into this even deeper, getting more specific on what goes into each of these buckets. So, I guess this first kind of show was to lay out what to expect um, in some of the future shows and what we can use. You've heard me talk about using dividend portfolios, using annuities, doing things like that, cash, money market accounts. But it's, it's how you position them in these buckets that makes for a successful program. And that's what we do. That's what we specialize in. Uh, at Retirement Lifestyles Advisors. If you got questions about that, would love to schedule a phone call with you. You can visit patrickmcnally.com. Uh, right down in the right-hand corner, there's a link. You can It brings up my online calendar, and you can literally schedule a free 30-minute phone call with me where I can answer your questions, talk about you know kind of what what the retirement outlook looks like with you and and you know even hopefully create some peace of mind for you so that you know that heading into retirement whether that's you know five years from now or you've already been retired for 20 that you can be confident and uh, again have the peace of mind that you're looking for so visit patrickmcnally.com um, schedule a 30-minute call with me and would love to hear from you i'm going to take one more quick break and when i come back do a quick summary and some action items for you so don't go anywhere back in a minute Don't touch that dial. Patrick will be right back. Hey guys, Dr. Todd Royce from Chiropractic First in downtown Reading. It blows my mind how many people live in pain, but they don't have to. How many people put up with headaches and back pain and can't play golf or pick up their kids or grandkids? We often have permanent solutions to pain where people didn't think it was even possible. Come check us out at our downtown Reading office or call our office at 243-0889 or visit us on the web at chirofirstreading.com. Welcome back to Retirement Lifestyles. Okay, guys, hey, we made it. We are in the final segment of the show. And this is a wrap-up segment where I want to be giving you guys some action items, some things that I talked about and discussed throughout the show um, that you can be implementing right away. So I'll be I'll be jumping into that here real shortly, but I have a couple of obviously a few announcements I want to hit on before I run out of time, and I always seem to run out right at the last minute. So um, want to first and foremost wish you. A happy Independence Day, happy 4th of July, uh, this coming Tuesday. Again, be safe, have a lot of fun, maybe do some barbecuing by the pool or head out to the lakes if you're in Northern California here with me. Um, we've got beautiful lakes and it's, it is it is hot, <laughs> so it's probably going to be a good time to head out to the lake and, and have some fun, but be safe because I'm sure it's going to be busy out there. Um, and the other thing too is um, if you had not had, had the chance to visit patrickmcnally.com. Just remember that website. Lots of cool um, stuff on there, some tools that you can be using for free. I'll even send you a free copy of my book. Um, just tell me where to send it and go on there and um, and download that for free, actually, and get your hands on that, um, along with some of my other checklists and reports 
And also, most importantly, I want you to schedule a free 30-minute phone call with me. As a listener of the show, I do not charge for a 30-minute phone call, kind of an initial conversation to kind of see where you're at. If you got specific questions about a specific investment you're looking at, or if you're retiring here in a few years and you're like, hey, I just got some questions to make sure I'm ready to do that. Um, do I have enough to do that? It's It all starts with a simple phone call. There's no pressure, no obligation, but I want you guys to be able to do that. And it all kind of starts over at patrickmcnally.com. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, this is, if you're listening to me in Northern California, you've got the live show here on Saturday morning. But this is also podcasted so that you can listen to it whenever you want at your convenience. And you can go to iTunes, you can go to Spotify, uh, Pandora, Google Plus, all the all the podcast um, listening areas out there. Just just find retirement lifestyles with Patrick McNally. Make sure you subscribe, and you'll get notices when we've got new shows. So, all right, the first thing I want to give you as far as an action item is in the first segment we talked about long term care planning. And again, if you're just joining us, this month of July is all about what we call risk management, which is insurance. And I'm going to hit all the major uh, insurances, especially pertaining to retirement, long-term care, life insurance, Medicare, annuities, things like that. And today we talked about long-term care. So my number one action item I want you to do is put together a plan for how you're going to fund long-term care. There's really only three ways to do it. You're going to pay for it yourself, which we call self-pay. Uh, you're going to buy insurance for it, or you're going to spend everything you have down and qualify for welfare, which is called Medicaid or Medi-Cal in California. And it's a system we have designed for uh, the very, very poor who cannot afford that. The other thing I want you to remember is kind of where you're at from an investable asset level as a rule of thumb. This is not a recommendation to either buy insurance or not, but if you've got you know somewhere north of $2 million dollars, in investable assets, liquid assets that you could use, um, you may be a candidate for not needing um, long-term care. You could probably pay for it yourself, but you got to do still do some uh, some of the right planning. And I'm not even factoring in future costs of care, inflation, those types of things. Um, so you definitely want to run the numbers on that, and then maybe consider long-term care insurance or an ins- a life insurance policy with a long-term care rider. Okay, the next thing I talked about in my investment management segment was um, kind of our bucket system, kind of three three different you know areas of, of concern for people who are getting close to retirement. And one of the ones I picked out here is, are you using the right investments and the right advisors for this time of your life? And the right investments are investments that are designed for income first, growth second, and even having some emergency funds along the way. And I talked about how to break up those different types of investments into buckets or pillars to help you um, to put those together. So, okay, that's it for the show, guys. Thank you for listening. Again, visit patrickmcnally.com. Reach out to me, schedule a phone call. Would love to hear from you. And with that, I'm going to wish you the best in retirement. Have you seen us? So bad and pretty, moving with a stand.